you know, we, we want to look after the people that we've got around us. We want them to be with us and grow with us. Um, so I think more so on a personal level that we chose to forego <laughs> making money in a lot of places just to make sure we've got happy people around us that want to be there. This is the Deep in the Weeds podcast. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Last time we caught up with Doug Fraser, we spoke of the intense lockdown of Sydney's northern suburbs, namely around his restaurant, Love It. A lot has changed, including the opening of a new restaurant, the Basin Dining Room. Doug, how are you? Good, thanks. It's good to get you back on the show. Um, what's things like been like the last sort of year since we caught up? It's been a bit crazy, to be honest. Um, we well, we ended up opening a new restaurant just recently, a couple of days ago. Um, yeah, so lots happened. Take us back to that time. I think the last time we spoke, there was all of that sort of northern suburbs was going into sort of isolated lockdowns, and it was impacting on on your restaurant. Like looking back on it, what, what was that period of time like for you? Yeah, it was, to be honest, I mean, a lot of people I know, they kind of said, oh, you know, it was good for us, there was a lot of help and all this kind of stuff, and we needed it. I don't feel that we needed it, you know, like, it, it was it was really hard, um, yeah. but we did grow, we did get better from it all, um, and, you know, <laughs> I suppose we just kept on that momentum of pushing and pushing and pushing, and, and we kind of made it through, and we, you know, we still wanted to grow a little bit, and um, that's kind of where we are at now. When did things start to turn from you as, as the sort of industry opened up again and society opened up again? Was there, was there a moment where the, the cogs kicked in again and everything started pushing forward? It, yeah, it was a bit of a weird time because going from going, you know, very busy to almost nothing, then take away and getting that community support and being really busy again, and then the restaurants opening up again, and it was just insanely busy for a while. I think for everybody, you know, it's not just me. Well, hopefully everyone had a good good run at it, but then it's kind of just compressed a little bit and a little bit flat. But it really took about three months or so for it to really kick on again and, and we had a good run for a while there. Given the impact that uh, the last couple of years had, did you approach uh, your business and your craft a little bit differently coming out of sort of that pandemic experience? Definitely. I mean, uh, I think maybe a lot of it came from my personal point of view that we need to look after ourselves a bit better and that hopefully reflected on the on the, and our team that we – you know, we, we want to look after the people that we've got around us. We want them to be with us and grow with us. Um, so I think more so on a personal level that we chose to forego <laughs> making money in a lot of places just to make sure we've got happy people around us that want to be there. Uh, at the top of the show, we sort of mentioned that you've just opened a new restaurant, the Basin Dining Room. How did that opportunity come about? Well, it all sounds a little bit airy-fairy, but, um, you know, we lived down at Matavale Beach, near, not far from the beach, Matavale, and we were, my wife and I, Kylie, we were just going for a swim on a nice summer's day almost just over a year ago, and they were building this massive bloody surf club, and I was like, oh, that's pretty amazing what they're doing there. It kind of reminded me of the, the look of what the, um, the Stoke House down in Melbourne, uh, the look of that building. Yeah, really nice looking building and um, we were like far out. They, it looks like someone's going to build a restaurant up there and um, well, uh, that would be pretty cool if, if we could get it. But not really thinking much of it and then on the way home, one of my good friends who's been our veg supplier for many years texted me and said the tender was, was available for it. So we thought, well, 
let's give it a crack and see what happens. Take us through that that process. Did did the ideas that you pitched is that what has transpired? Pretty close. I mean, the, the whole process was, uh, I mean, to put it politely, pretty exhaustive. You know, it was it was took a lot out of us. Um, but uh, you know, I mean, it is what it is. And um, yeah, we, we we were sitting there on the empty site, you know, thinking, what would we do here? And it, it'd be silly not to do something seafood based. Having said that, we're not just a seafood restaurant, um, but we, we you know we really want to focus on trying to use as, long, as much fresh seafood as we can. Were you nervous about adding another bus- uh, business to the portfolio given the sort of instability of the last couple of years? I think uh, shit scared would be an understatement. <laughs> it was, you know, we were like, oh, what are we doing? But um, having said that, we looked around at our community around us, the the, the the core group of people, Dan, the head chef, he's been with us for a while, um, his partner, Julie, um, the management team that we've got on, we've got, you know, some amazing people and, and we even grew to that um, and that kind of gave us the confidence to, to do something and hopefully do it really well. You mentioned a bit about seafood and obviously other things on the menu, but is, is there a dish or two that you can tell us about that sort of speaks of the Basin Dining Room? Well, yeah, I mean, we're not we're not fancy or anything like that. We, um, we, you know, we like to keep things pretty simple. Uh, one thing we've kind of we're pretty happy with on the menu is the roasted scallops dish. Really simple. Um, scallops roasted in shell in a bit of chimbu, uh, chili kombu butter which is Dan's kind of creation uh, Dan the head chef and yeah and I think a lot of our, that represents a lot of what, what we do is you know we try and buy good produce use a little a few, a few things a little bit out of, uh, out of the norm and keep it quite simple You've only just opened the business but what, what was it like what was the response like and, and, and how are things going at the moment well, it, it it's crazy for me to open something that people actually want to come to. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know, I don't know how normal people do this, but like, you know, there's a weight of expectation of what people think you should be and what you want to be and all this kind of stuff. It's been great. We've had a lot of um, support from the local community, and we just really want to make sure that we deliver to them on as many fronts as possible. But it's been great. Um, I'm not going to lie, I'm, I'm, I'm knackered. <laughs> And, and the guys are pretty tired too. But um, I think the fact, you know, when we all look at, you know, the guys are pumping in the middle of service um, and, you know, kind of all give each other a bit of a pat on the back and get through that day and, and on to the next one. But we're doing limited hours for the moment just because uh, like every restaurant in the world, it's a bit, bit short on staff. What about your role, um, sort of adding another business at the same time? Are you less hands-on and more trying to run the businesses? What's, what's the impact been on your role? Oh, definitely. I mean, um, Dan, Dan, the um, the chef, he's been with me now for four years and uh, maybe even longer, almost five. And this is the fourth restaurant we've done together. So we know what each other's strengths are. And um, that gives me the ability to leave a lot to him. We discuss a lot of the ideas and he knows by my ramblings and scribblings that what I mean and we, we get the point across and we get there in the end. But yeah, having someone like that has been key to us you know doing doing more well it's been a bit wet lately and a slightly strange sort of spring but we are pushing into summer what are you looking forward to with the basin dining room 
really just looking to see all those, you know, the, the, the locals come in and, and enjoy themselves. I mean, I know there's been a lot of these, the locals have been waiting almost 10 years for this building to be built and they spent, you know, a huge amount of money on it. And so we, you know, I just want to make, keep them happy. That's really my goal with, with this venue. I mean, yeah, just, just keep everyone happy. Well, Doug, uh, good luck with the, the new project and obviously restaurant love it as well. Um, it's great to catch up with you. Um, please keep in touch and we'll catch up again soon. Thank you very much. This is the Deep in the Weeds podcast. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Stay tuned as we take a deep dive into the lives of the incredible people who ply their trade in the food and hospitality sector. Special thanks to executive producer Rob Locke for making this all happen. Follow us on Instagram at Deep in the Weeds Podcast or email us at podcast at deepintheweeds.com.au. Stay safe and be well.